Hello, oddballs. Welcome back. Hello, oddballs. Welcome back to our odd pod podcast. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, it's What's a pod- it about a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between, including, but not limited to, voting on Tuesday. Yeah, it has once again become election time. Read up on your, read up on who you need to be voting for. Read up on your candidates. Don't let them tell you you can't use your phone in line because that's a lie. You can definitely do that. Hmm. I think it. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Anyway, what are they going to do? Throw you out? Arrest you? <laughs> it's going to take the police at least fifty minutes to get there. Well, I guess it depends on where you're at. Regardless, that is not the important thing that's happening this weekend. What's happening this weekend? Halloween. Halloween's this weekend? Yeah, it is. Really? Sunday. What's today? The 20- Oh, the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Dad. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Spooky season has just flown by. Once again. However. Excited for nothing because I am not participating. Well, I prefer to keep spooky season alive all year round. Yes. So. That's true. I did buy a costume. It just wasn't for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it was for late night late night tiktoks i guess who knows um but conveniently i guess my topic kind of ties into halloween ish is it tie into halloween because there's ghosts it is because there's ghosts it's a good tie-in and who wrote it stephen king okay good <laughs> also involves stephen king oh nice which is not the segue that I was looking for because he did not write Halloween. <laughs> no, I don't know who wrote Halloween. I know, I want to say John Carpenter is the director. Bad segue. Forget I ever said it's it. It's okay. <laughs> I thought I thought this had something to do with Stephen King. I was going to get excited. No, Stephen King is a part of this. Okay, because you might know, well, he wrote a lot of horror books, so it's not a bad segue. Right. You might know I love Stephen King. I just figure like maybe we might watch a lot of Stephen King movies during the month of like October for Halloween. Maybe The Shining. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want to talk like about the, the hotel that The Shining is based on. Is it the Overlook Hotel? Uh, in the movie, I think it's called the Overlook okay, Hotel. Okay. However, I don't know what the real one's in called. In real life, it is called the Stanley Hotel. Um, and is it really haunted? We'll get to it. Okay. Some people, you know, there's always a lot of back and forth between whether or not it's haunted. Well, or not. I mean, like it's not, but you know, is it supposed like, to be? Haunted? Is it haunted? Yeah, it might be. Maybe. Anyway, probably. Listen, it's probably haunted. For real though, if you want to consume some Stephen King material for Halloween, do yourself a favor. Get the Pet Cemetery audiobook. It's narrated by Michael C. Hall. Oh. He does an awesome job. We love that. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Please. All right. So, the Stanley Hotel is a 140-room Colonial Revival Hotel in uh, Este Park. Este Park? Uh, I don't Estes know. Estes Park, Colorado. Sure. I'm going to call it Este because I like it. How's it spelled? E-S-T-E-S. 
Let's say Esty. Esty. I, like I like the way Esty sounds. So Esty, Esty Park. Park. Um, Esty Park. <laughs> in Colorado, United States, um, about five miles from the entrance to the Rocky Mountain National Park. Wow. Um, it was built by Freeland Oscar Stanley of the Stanley Steamer fame. Are you kidding me? Nope. Stanley Steamer gets <laughs> your carpets cleaner. That's why those carpets look so damn clean in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it opened on July 4th, 1909. Ooh. Um, Independence it, Day. Independence Day. Mm. Um, it was a resort for upper class Easterners and as a health, well, as also as a health retreat for sufferers of our favorite disease. Tuberculosis? Pulmonary, pulmonary tuberculosis. Wait a minute. So it's like you can be rich and go here or you can suffer from tuberculosis? Well, I think it's like a mixture oh, like of the different... both. Like people who had the money came over here to like experience Colorado and people who were also having like health issues with tuberculosis were also like. At the same time? At the same time. We Not really great for a... the people without it, but you know. We really had a gross misunderstanding of diseases, didn't we? Yeah. Well, um, at least we wash our hands now. <laughs> but I, you know what? We still have kind of a gross misunderstanding. Some of us do, yes. Um, the hotel and its surrounding structures are listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Today, the hotel includes a restaurant, spa, and a bed and breakfast with panoramic views of Lake Esty and the Rockies and Long's Peak. Long's Peak. It's going to sound like a huge ad for the Stanley Hotel. Oh, well, I want to go. Yeah, well... <laughs> Wait till you hear this. I want to see Stanley Steamer keep those carpets cleaner. <laughs> Hashtag not spots. The hotel. Continue. The hotel um, inspired the Overlook Hotel in Stephen King's novel. Um, the Shining. The Shining. And it's a 1980 film adaptation. Um, and it was also the filming location for the related 1997 TV miniseries. I don't know about that one. I can assume that it's not great. Um, but let me just gush on the movie for a second. Okay, go for it. It's a Stanley Kubrick film. Okay. And there are rules in cinematography that you're not supposed to break. Did he like break all Because of them? it makes the audience uncomfortable oh, and it's kind of jarring. Oh, we talked about this. And he intentionally broke them to make the make the audience is uncomfortable do you know what he did because i didn't look that up i do know what he did oh well, you want to share with the class well i actually have a really good example um so there's like an invisible line right it's like the 180 degree rule or whatever mm -hmm. so if we're sitting here talking to each other and some and there's a shot of both of us off to the side over here so like the camera has to stay on that side like, it can't break this invisible line. Mm -hmm. So, like, if it's over your shoulder looking at me, it would have to be over this shoulder looking at you. Otherwise, it looks like we're sitting on the same side of the room when it cuts back and forth. Yeah. In the bathroom scene, when he's talking to the guy, oh, yeah. there's a moment where it jumps, cuts to the other side of them. And Gets everybody stuff all like that. Out. And there are, like, a lot of scenes where there are lines that are drawing, like, connections to people. Like in the bathroom, there's like a kind of like a two-tone color thing going on. There's like yeah. a line in the middle, and the line is like drawing a line between the two of them. Oh, weird. Okay, cool. Anyway. I have to go back and like watch it again. Up. I'm pretty sure I fall asleep every time I've tried to watch The Shining. Not because it's bad yeah, and I don't like it. Just because I can't sit still. There we go, guys. That's my film degree. That's all that's <laughs> left of it. 
Um, you can find the you can find the Stanley Hotel at three 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 East Wanderview Avenue, Estee Park, Colorado eight zero five one seven. Um, it is considered a three star hotel, which is bonkers considering that the rooms at the hotel are going for like three hundred dollars a night. Like yeah. in the middle of March. But it's not like three stars, like a three star rating, like three out of five. No, it's considered a three star hotel, just like however they rate that shit. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's considered a three star hotel. Okay. I thought it went by like price wise. What do you think the Motel 6 is? One star? Do they get stars? Or that? They're like, at the very least, we'll leave the light on. That. Pl- <laughs> it's that- not going to be clean. Or but the light the, will be on. Whatever the hell that place my family insists on staying at every time they come here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sketch. We'll leave the light on. Yeah. You better leave the light <laughs> on. That's for your safety. <clears throat> I don't it's know a safety my, light. I don't know what my voice just did there, but it really lent itself to that um, moment. Okay, so regularly these rooms are going $300 a night, except for on Halloween when they get up to like $800 a night. $800 a night? For a singular night. For a three-star hotel. Jeez I'm not dishing the Stanley, but holy shit. We'll never stay there. Golly. Not unless we're just trying to like just blow cash. If we had 800 listeners, I would say each of you give us a dollar and we'll make an episode <laughs> there. But that's Put you on as a producer. <laughs> um, however, on Google, they have a 4.4 star rating. Okay. They have... Um, eleven thousand nine hundred thirty-eight Google reviews as of the time that I. Oh, I do. Okay, good. (laughs) And I said, um, and as you know, because this is a real place that you can actually visit, and it has like a real Google review. And my favorite thing to do is to read the reviews. Um, but I also want to give you some of the questions and answers they had on Google because they had me rolling. All right, I can't wait. (laughs) Um, Brandon James stayed there two years ago. Five out of five stars. Haunted AF. 10 out of 10 would recommend to good friends and worst enemies. Wow. What's his name? Brandon James. Well, Brandon. Maybe your best friends are your worst enemies. Ooh. Yeah. Getting real philosophical in here. Our odd philosophy (laughs) podcast. Um, Carson Biggerstaff. Carson Daly. Uh, stayed there a month ago, assuming they stayed there. They would review Carson Bigger Staff. Bigger Staff. All right. <laughs> stayed there a month ago. Um, two out of five stars. Carson was not feeling it. It's um, hard to scare a wizard because clearly he's, he's a got, wizard with a name like Bigger Staff. He's got a bigger staff. My name is Carson Bigger Staff. I'm a wizard extraordinaire, and I'm not impressed by your cheap politics. Um, he <laughs> said, um, I was hoping to see a ghost and stayed in a haunted room, but the only haunting I experienced was sadness. The only haunting I experienced was that ch- enchilada I had for dinner. Am I right? Haunted toilet. My poops. You good, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lindsay stayed there three years ago. Five out of five stars. Okay. Um, she had a lot to say. Had such an amazing stay here. My boyfriend and I absolutely loved The Shining. It was so incredible to be able to walk the, walk around and explore this historic hotel. We didn't experience any hauntings, though there were odd noises coming from the maid's closet on the second floor. Stop it. 
Guests were gathered around, one even filming to see if he could capture any ghostly activity. It was a lot of fun. We loved sitting and having drinks on the porch and enjoying a late night by the fire in the main entrance. Highly recommend this hotel. It's busy throughout most of the day as there are several chores going on. Just be prepared for that. All right. Thank you very much, Lindsay. That's very informative. That's very well informed. But can you imagine being the people in the maid's closet? Yeah. Can't leave. I know. They got to catch you. I know. <laughs> like, uh, <coughs> we're just uh, <clears throat> doing maid stuff in here. Just, just. Uh, I don't. Just cleaning. Just cleaning. Pipes. No one in here but us towels. <laughs> um, Bill Finnegan stayed there a year ago. Um, five out of five stars. Haunted. Sort of. Sort of haunted. That's the haunted, comma, sort of. Right. Period. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Yeah. Very well informed. So I just want to know what sort of means. How is something sort of haunted, Mr. Finnegan? Is it sort of haunted or is it sort of not haunted? Right. Maybe it's both. Depends on how you're looking at it. It's the glass. Are head. you putting the ghosts in the glass or are you taking the ghosts out of the glass? Ooh. Are the ghosts in the glass? Because if you are putting ghosts in the glass, then it's sort of haunted. If you're taking the ghosts out of the glass, then it's sort of not haunted. Wow, this got real weird, like philosophically. It's like a glass half full kind of thing. Is a glass full of water or is it half full of ghosts? Either it's half way. full of water and ghosts. Water ghost. Drowned people. Oh my God. Haunted no, water. That's not good. Haunted water. We're not haunting the water. Our water's haunted. Why? Now you got ghosts in your tongue. You got ghosts in your blood? Do cocaine about it. That's how the yeah. ghost got in there. Right. That's how the ghost got in there. Um, and then some of the questions um, were like, you know, just... Anyway, I'll read them to you. Okay. Somebody said, is the Stanley Hotel really haunted? No. It is haunted Next by question. overpriced food. Oh, got him. <laughs> um, 14 bucks for a chili cheese dog. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Somebody said, is there a no axe policy? My husband is insisting on packing his. Lauren Adler says, oh my God, why the hell would you take an axe? I don't think she got it. <laughs> don't think she got it either. Mm. Um, somebody else asked, is the business center the only thing open? My boy Jack want, doesn't want to take the trip to be... My boy Jack doesn't want the trip to be dull. DoomTube <laughs> responded with, we went Memorial Weekend and found all kinds of things to do. Oh, goodness, guys, come on. <laughs> I love the sheer just like yeah. joke overhead. Just uh-huh. way over there. Just What's that, that up there? What's, is that a joke? It's a joke. I'm just going to go, whoo, it went away so fast. Jack's not the only one who's a dull boy. <laughs> um, So I want to talk a little bit about the founder of the Stanley. This is the vacuum man or the carpet cleaner man, right? Yeah, the right? carpet cleaner. I don't know. Do you sell vacuums? I don't think I don't so. Know. What is a carpet cleaner but a vacuum for carpet? A wet vacuum. Oh, wait. A vacuum is for carpet. Never mind. <laughs> Stanley Steamer gets carpets cleaner. Well, a floor's cleaner. It's really a multi-purpose tool. Really, it could get anything cleaner if you run the steaming hot soapy water over it. Is this an ad for Stanley Steamer? It might be. Stanley, you listening? <laughs> you could be reaching... Fives of people every week. Fives of people. <laughs> All right. So in 1903, Freeland Oscar Stanley was stricken with the life-threatening resurgence of tuberculosis. Oh, no. Stanley. And the treatment of the day? Steam cleaning. Dry air with 
much sunlight, and a hearty diet. Oh. Therefore, Freeland made, Freeland made his way to the Rocky Mountains. Is the air dry there? Yeah. Okay. It's definitely not as wet as it is here. Yeah, no, it's dry there. I went there and I felt like a fish out of water. Yeah? Yeah. All the water. Because there was no water. There was no water in the air. Excuse I got me. really sick too. Anyway, um, he and his wife, Flora, arrived in Denver, Colorado in March and in June on the recommendations of his doctors moved to Estee Park, Colorado for the rest of the summer. Nice. Um, over the season, Stanley's health improved dramatically. Dramatically. Um, Freeland Stanley was so impressed by the beauty of the valley, he decided to return every year. However, he was unimpressed by the rustic accommodations and lazy pastimes and relaxed social scenes of their new summer home. So, what does any normal person do? Build a giant hotel. Build, start building a hotel. Um, so, in 1907, construction began on the Hotel Stanley. It started off as a 48-room grand hotel that catered to the class of the moderately wealthy as well as to the consumptive seeking helpful climate. Mm. Um, it's the, like a TB colony. Yeah. Okay. Um, the main hotel and the concert hall were completed in 1909 in the manor in 1910 to bring guests from the nearest train um, depot in the foothills in the town of Lyons, Colorado. Stanley's car company produced a fleet of specially designed steam-powered vehicles called mountain wagons. <laughs> so he was a car man. Come on, get you a steam-powered mountain what wagon. What can't Stanley do? What can't he do? He is a steam man, is what he is. Steam-powered cars is not something I expected the inventor of Stanley Steamers. But here we are. Here we are. Um, Stanley operated the hotel uh, kind of like a pastime. Mm-hmm. Like for funsies, remarking once that he spent more money than he made each summer. Yeah. So, well, not great business practice there, but probably you know, not. But you know what? Those, those mountain were, wagons are probably bringing in some revenue, right? The, the carpet cleaner's got to be making something. I don't know. I don't think he probably hasn't made it yet. There's still steam powered cars. Surely there's not a carpet cleaner like yet. We're also forgetting like the steamboat. Steamboat. Stanley yeah. Steamer knew what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. The Stanley Steamer. It's the, not only a carpet cleaner, but a mountain wagon, a steamboat, steamboat, a weird sex move. What? The Stanley Steamer. What? Yeah. You're lying. You guys look up Stanley Steamer on Urban Dictionary right now. Pause. I actually, I actually don't know. I'm just assuming, I'm guessing oh that you God. probably get something if you look it up. <laughs> I'm going to look. <laughs> what did you call it? Stanley Steamer. Is it something? What I'm looking. I got sex move registry. Oh, she's on the list. Oh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what a great guess! No, it's terrible. What is it? Tell me. The Stanley Steamer. When you shit on the carpet and grind your partner's face into it. <laughs> you better okay, and use it in a sentence. You better clean up that dog shit before I give you a Stanley Steamer. Oh my God! Should we leave? Oh, should we leave this part in the oh, podcast? Oh, definitely. We've said worse things on this podcast. The Stanley Steamer. When you have... Oh, my God. Maybe that part will be... That part should be I'll bleep that part out. out. Yeah. Put that on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, man. That got weird fast. <laughs> really weird. It's kind of funny where the line was, though, because like the first definition, we're like, oh, that's probably okay to yeah, say on the podcast. Yeah, scat. 
fine. The second one was just a little too descriptive. <laughs> so. Well, so, question answered. Is the Stanley Steamer a weird sex move? Yes. It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> it's two weird sex moves. And now that's in my search history. Well, still not the, incognito. Still not the weirdest thing in my search history. That's fair. Okay, so. In 1926, Stanley sold the hotel to a private company incorporated for the sole purpose of running it. That ventured failed. Stanley, no. In 1929, Stanley purchased his property out of foreclosure, selling it again in 1930 to a fellow automobile and hotel magnate, Roe Emery of Denver. Until 1983, the resort was only open during the summer, shutting down every winter. Um, the presence of the hotel and Stanley's own involvement greatly contributed to the growth of Estee Park um, and the creation of the Rocky Mountain National Park. Okay. So, way to go, Stanley. Good job, Stanley. Not bad to, off the wings of a failed business venture. Um, upon opening, the hotel was alleged to be one of the few in the world powered entirely by electricity. I thought you were going to say steam. Oh, that would be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> Steam-powered hotel. However, the lack of avail available power induced the installation of auxiliary gas lighting system in June of 1911. On June 25th, the day after the pipes had been filled, an explosion occurred and injured a maid and damaged the structure through contemporary damage the structure through contemporary newspaper articles differs on certain details. Um, auxiliary gas lighting. That's whenever you watch your friend gaslight their partner, but you don't do anything about it. Looking at you, people of the internet. Looking at you guys, whoever. If you're offended, then I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, so a couple of articles real quick about that night that the explosion happened. That was a, wait, 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 wait. Something exploded? Yes. Are you listening to me? I thought I was. <laughs> okay, let's take it back a second. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell me about the explosion again. I... I think what happened was I got distracted by my funny auxiliary gaslighting joke. And you just completely blacked and out? I just blacked out. Okay, so Sorry. upon opening, the hotel was alleged to be one of the few in the world powered entirely by electricity. Yep, got that. However, lack of available power induced the installation of auxiliary gaslighting. Ah, that's where you lost me. <laughs> the gaslighting system <laughs> in June 11. <laughs> or June 1911. Okay. On June 25th, the day after the pipes had been filled with gas, <laughs> an explosion occurred that injured a maid and damaged the structure. Oh, okay, okay. Um, although, yeah, I totally missed that. Contemporary newspaper articles differ on certain details. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is sounds a, like the explosion could have been way worse. It could have been a lot worse. No one died. Someone was just injured, right? Yeah. Well, let me tell you about it. Mm -hmm. This is coming from like two articles that I found. Okay. Um, so, the first one was from the York Dispatch of Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Stanley Hotel, built at the cost of a half a million dollars, was partially wrecked last night by an explosion of gas. Eight persons were injured, one seriously. None of the guests were injured. Elizabeth Wilson of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a hotel employee, was hurled from the second floor to the first floor, and both angles were broken. Ooh, that's a whole floor. The other seven were... Um, I'm not going to say it because it's not PC. Okay. Okay. Waiters. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, not PC, not right, not great. All right. You can uh, just imagine what that word might be. Okay. What year was this? 
1911. Okay. Another article, I think, made from the same publisher, The Yorker, said, An explosion was caused by an accumulation of gas from a leaky pipe. This gas accumulated in the space between the ceiling of the dining room floor and the second story. Um, a chambermaid who was in the room directly above the dining room was in the act of light, lighting the gas when the, ma- when the match, which she held in her hand, ignited from escaping gas. I should really use punctuation. It's okay. Punctuation's <laughs> overrated. It would help with spacing <clears throat> Sentences and breathing. Um, it's important to breathe. It is important to breathe. The explosion, which followed, tore a huge flo- hole in the floor, precip- precipitating great quantities of plaster, timbers, and other debris into the dining room. The chambermaid, Lizzie Leitenberger, had great both. Name. <laughs> you like that name? Yeah. Um, had both ankles broken. It is thought from the concussion of the explosion. And was thrown into a hole into the floor. She was not, however, thrown through the dining room, being caught on the timbers and held until rescued. She was taken to a hospital in Longmont. Um, She had been employed of the hotel ever since it was built and came here from Philadelphia. Two waiters also sustained slight injuries, one suffering a dislocated hip and the other being struck across the face by a flying plank. Neither of these, however, is in serious condition. So I thought she broke her ankles because she fell. The concussion of the explosion, they think, is what broke her ankles. Right. <clears throat> that is wild. That is nuts. That's like the initial explosion. Like, boom. Ah! Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if it makes sense, though, if the explosion happened from her feet. Yeah. I bet her insides are all fucked up, too. She, she must be the one that was seriously injured. Yeah, she lived. She just didn't live well. Right. Because, like, um... It's like the pressure change from an explosion that does the most damage. Right. Like if if none of the shrapnel hits you, but you're close to an explosion, it's still going to fuck you up. Because mm-hmm. you got squishy insides. <laughs> Alfred Lamborn, manager of the hotel, his wife and daughters and several guests were in the dining room at the time of the explosion, but all miraculously escaped injury. The dining room was badly wrecked and the west end of the building was badly strained out of line from the force of the explosion. Mm. At least 10 large plates, plate glass windows on the ground floor were shattered as well as several doors. Mm, that's expensive. Which were blown from their hinges. So yeah. Good times. We love old timey newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> casual. Just a casual giant explosion. Yeah. From those auxiliary gas lighting lines. Well, it said, I didn't put this in my notes, but I just remember from reading it, it said, like, they hadn't been filled before that. So, it was, like, the first time they had been filled, and, like, whenever she lit the match, it just went, Yeah. So. I'm willing to bet that the lines weren't sealed the best as they could have been. So, like, when they did fill the lines, there was probably gas leaking into the room. Yeah, that's what was happening. And then she's just like, yoink, and she lit the room. And everything else got on fire as well. And then I read it cost like $10,000 for them to fix. Which is probably a lot of money in 1911. In 1907, yeah. Or, yeah, 1911. 1907 is when he got had tuberculosis. Anyway. Anyway. So. But he's still kicking at this point. Yeah. Okay. He didn't die until like the 1940s. He was like 90-something. Just living with TB. I mean, like you can do that. I just, I don't, I never. You don't expect to hear people doing it 
like that long Often. ago. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's like nowadays, yeah, sure. You can live with TB for fucking forever. Well, Elena lived for like a year and a half. Yeah. So, and I was reading somewhere that people with TB either like you either survive it and you're fine or you just like succumb to it, which I mean like those are the two options, right? Right. <laughs> I but, think with medicine now, it's a little bit easier to live with it. Um, well, I mean, like in the olden days, because like there's people that would work with tuberculosis patients and not yeah. ever catch tuberculosis. Well, also or like they have like a um. Sorry to cut you off. It's fine. Like a um. They're like asymptomatic. Like they have tuberculosis, but it's not like yeah doing them and like kind of like COVID. Yeah. Well, like Elena wasn't that far. Wasn't that long ago. It was like, what, the 70s or something? The 60s? No, it's about the same time, 1907. Oh, it's the same time. Oh, ish, what am ish. I? It's like 1921, I think. What the hell am I thinking of? But the point is, it wasn't, a lot has changed in not that long of a time. Like, now people can live a lot longer with TB because of medicine. But yeah. they can also live with a lot of shit. Like, people with AIDS are living longer. Yeah. People with HIV, they can, like, prevent it from becoming AIDS now, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, it's weird to think it's just a different world that we live in, I guess. Like a whole hundred years later, we're just like all these modern miracles, like washing your hands, not licking things. I know. It's like wearing a mask, social distancing, and washing your hands. Vaccines. And the flu uh, numbers went down. Weird. Kind of strange how that works. Weird. Still don't understand why that's a, um, why is that the thing we're arguing? How that's a thing that supposedly supports an argument that COVID's not a big deal. Like, where'd the flu go when COVID was out? Well, we were all inside for like nine months. <laughs> yeah. So the flu was there. Just no one was around to catch it. Exactly. Anyway. Weird tangent we just went on. We're talking about the, the point. Hotel. We're talking about a hotel in Stanley Steamer's carpet cleaners. The point is. It was it's weird to hear somebody live with TV that long in 1911. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah, here it's we that are. Crisp Colorado air, just doing the body that good. Crisp Colorado, Colorado is a miracle state. It probably didn't help, like the miasma theory. Just oh, bad yeah. air, not the air. Don't let the air touch you. It's bad air. Yeah. Well, anyway, it happens. Okay, so moving forward, in the 1970s, the Stanley Hotel was experiencing a downward spiral. Its splendor had faded, and with other accommodations, with more modern amenities like AC. And heat, taking most of the business away, it was also getting the reputation of being haunted, which wasn't a selling point at the time. Right. Which is weird to think about, considering. Especially with the spiritualist movement, though. That was around that time, wasn't it? In the 20s? Yeah. This is 1970s. Oh, my bad. I feel like you're not listening to me. I'm sorry. I am listening. <laughs> Just like. We've covered a lot. It's fine. It's. Uh... We're currently in the 1970s. Okay. Okay. It's been less than two hours since I've been awake. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. I'm here. We're in the 1970s. Spiritualist movement was in the 1920s. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, But like back to what I was saying about like the whole, it's weird thinking about the like things being haunted, not being like a like a, an attraction yeah. because I feel like stemming from like the early 1900s or the, the early 200s. Yeah. Thousands. I don't know. The t- the 20, the 2000s. Walking down New Orleans, it's like haunted, not haunted, haunted, not haunted. Is that like a good thing or a bad thing? 
uh, two things. The 2000s are called the aughts. What? The aughts? The aughts. Hate that. Yeah, because double zero. Um, I no was one's, born in the aughts. No I one, was born in the 1900s, so. No one uses it because it's stupid as fuck, but it is, it's the aughts. Second thing, it's weird because even in the 1970s, it's like, what happened? Because before that, haunting, people are interested in shit like that. Right. After that, people are interested in things like that. What the hell happened in the middle? They were like, mm-mm, we're not down with it being haunted. We're not really down with the ghost things. Um, the Stanley was doomed for the Wrecking Ball until 1974 when Stephen King and his wife Tabitha were living in Boulder for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen King was struggling with his project at the time, Darkshine. I don't know that one. Either that or I fucked it up. Let me look real quick. You keep going. I'll look it up. Um, he was looking for an isolated setting for the novel and locals suggested Estee Park for inspo. Oh. Um, the Kings had heard about the Stanley and wanted to check it out. They found themselves the only guests that night as the next day the hotel was closing for the season. They were served dinner in an empty room with chairs on every table except for theirs. Was I right? You know why we don't? We never heard of Darkshine. Why? He was working on his project Darkshine that became The Shining. Oh, I get it now. Darkshine, yeah. The Shining. Sorry. No, that that's... I probably could have put that together without having to look it up. <laughs> I didn't realize it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, someone suggested that they go to this place. Somebody suggested the Stanleys. The Stanley, they checked it out. They were served dinner in an empty room with chairs on the table. Everyone but theirs. Tabitha retreated to their room, 217, while Stephen wandered through their empty corridors and hallways listening to canned music and visiting the bartender, Grady. Interesting. The Stanley Hotel remote location, size, and eerie ambience had Stephen King's imagination running wild. I can only imagine. He claims it was like God had put me there to hear that and see those things. I dreamed of my three-year-old son running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulders, wide-eyed and screaming. This was probably also drunk, Stephen. Yeah. So like... <laughs> he was being chased by a fire hose. I woke up with a tremendous jerk, sweating all over with an inch of falling out of bed. I got up, lit a cigarette, sat in a chair looking out at the Rockies, and by the time the cigarette was done, I had the bones of The Shining firmly set in my mind. Nice. So, that's where The Shining comes from. Very nice. It was really interesting to read about, because like, I, in my head, knew that, but it was weird like actually hearing it. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like ghosts go, mm-hmm. the explosion was the only thing I could see like really happened. As far as like what could be like a possible haunting thing, mm-hmm. even though nobody died. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, so far you haven't mentioned anyone who died there. So haunted from what? I don't know. Passerbyers. We'll see. Um, I've got a couple of like uh, ghost accounts, I guess. Okay. We'll go through them, and that's all I've got for you. All right. All right. So now, a ghost account is that like a spending a spending account, like uh, the sheets that they have to buy to be a ghost, uh, scissors to cut holes in the sheets. <laughs> no, it's more like a savings account. Okay. Deposit your soul into it. Stick around for a while. You take little pieces of your soul out as needed. Yeah. Yeah. Interest. Okay. So okay. So room two seventeen. Same one. Stephen King stayed in. Okay. This is the most famous room in the entire hotel, and for good reason. Because Stephen King stayed there. Yeah. 
Um, there was a maid named Elizabeth Wilson who was lighting. Well, Elizabeth's name changes a lot. Okay. Elizabeth Wilson, who was lighting the gas lamps in the rooms many years ago. Um, room 217 had a gas leak that blew the room apart and flung her body a story down. She survived with a few broken bones, her ankles. But after that, she continued to work for the hotel for a few more years. But for some reason, she chose to stick around after her demise. She just loved it so much. Oh, we love folding sheets for everybody. Yeah. Now she's folding sheets for ghosts. Forever. She's putting creases in them because if you're going to be a ghost, you want to look your best. Elizabeth still keeps her housekeeping routine, routine as people return to the rooms to find their luggage unpacked, shoes lined up, and shadows seeming to pass through the walls. Not a fucking chance that anyone ever has ever returned to their room and their shit's been unpacked for them and their shoes laid out. No fucking chance that's ever really happened. It's Trevor. He made a funny. Oh, He's keeping the chickens. <laughs> okay. It's a good looking coop, though. It is a good looking coop. Um, room 428 has a friendly cowboy. A friendly cowboy. A friendly cowboy. There is a ghost of a cowboy who frequents this room in the dead of night. Um, and he likes to just sit in the corner like a creep or pace the floor. He is quite the gentleman as one couple asked him to leave the room and he obliged. Did he do this? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> a little hat, tip. hat tilt. Um, Evening. Other ladies have awoken to him kissing their foreheads goodnight. Ugh. That's creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, no one knows his story, but everyone can respect a man who respects the ladies even in the afterlife. Yeah, because you know what? Kissing unconscious women is a really great way to show that you respect Maybe them. Maybe he saw like Snow White. Maybe. It's like, ooh. Snow White, which is like the rapiest of the Disney princesses. Yeah. I mean, like, it's cool that it worked out for her, but like, <laughs> Maybe. first of all, if she, they thought she was dead, he's kissing a corpse. Second of all, if you thought she was just sleeping. He's just like taking a note out of like our uh, Carl von Kossel. Yeah, you're kissing an unconscious woman. Don't do that. Like, maybe don't. Um, ghost anyway. children like to play. Wait, did you have something else to say? I'm just saying, like, why don't we have, like, a nice, uh... Consensual. He thought that she was unresponsive, so he gave her a nice romantic sternal rub, you know? And then she woke <laughs> up, and, and then they kissed. That's just what you want to do after a nice, hard sternal rub. Yeah. Kiss you want to kiss that pain away, yeah. <laughs> um, so, ghost children like to play games in room 418. They like to play ghost checkers and ghost hot potato. This particular room is haunted ghost by ghost children who like to play with objects in the room. Oh, so jacks. it could be ghost jacks. Yeah. Um, guests have seen light flickers. Hangers move off. Hangers move of their own accord. <laughs> and some people's covers are even ripped off them during the night, which Ooh. I would be willing to fight a small child if they did that to me. I saw your face when I mentioned ghost children at the Myrtles. I don't think you're fighting any ghosts. Any ghost babies? Let's not talk about it. Okay. Maybe they can. What did you say? Uh, maybe the. Let the lull of the ghost children. Let the ghost children lull you back to sleep. Mm -hmm. The tiny hands of the ghost children ah. rock you back to sleep. I think is what I said. It's awful, awful, awful. What else am I supposed to say in that moment? They're there. I don't know. They're there in the corner. Stop it. Right there. We're, ne we're never going back. <laughs> Next time we're staying in the doll room. No, we're not. You'll see. We're not. Mm -hmm. I'm not going. I'll just leave. I'll just tell you it's a different room. 
<laughs> and then we'll get there and it'll be like too late They're like where's the one You're creepy like, groundskeeper yeah and i'll be like i have the keys <laughs> okay because i'll just call an uber or something <laughs> they're there a four-year-old ghost sorry a four-year-old girl stayed in this room a few years back and told her mother in the morning that a young boy had tickled her in the night but he left after she asked him to stop can you stop staring at me like that? I'm leaving. Tickle, tickle. God. <laughs> okay. That's creepy. Can you imagine waking up to being tickled? No. I wouldn't like that from an alive person, let alone a ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, ghost. A ghost. Go ahead and say a it. ghost. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. A concert hall is a flurry of paranormal activity. This what? <laughs> That's just funny. A flurry of paranormal activity. Maybe I should have changed the words when I ripped this off an article. <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarism. Ooh. It's from the Travel Channel. I think we're fine. <laughs> this one area is where a lot of people report hearing and feeling the touch of ghosts. There was a worker named Paul who used to enforce the curfew in the hotel, but unfortunately he passed away back in 2005. Modern ghost. Um, after suffering a heart attack on the job, people say you can hear him telling you to get out, while others swear he tried to push them out the door. The founders of the hotel, named Flora Stanley, was known for her piano skills that are often shown off in the concert hall as guests claim to hear music even when no one else is in the room. Modern ghosts. It's weird to think of modern ghosts because, like, most ghosts are from, like, olden times like, that you hear about. Just, like, a ghost. Some say he's still wandering the halls looking for a place to charge his iPhone. <laughs> they all hang out next to the outlets because, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucy... He's looking for the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yeah. What's the Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. Um, Lucy is the ghost that haunts the hallway. Ooh. Many years ago, a young girl named Lucy was found in the hotel basement peeping at some construction plans. The staff found out and threw her into the cold where she froze to death. Who gives a shit? That's fucked up. I thought that when I was reading this. I was like, what is she going to do? It's not like it's the plans to the fucking Death Star. What are you like? <laughs> We're going to expand on the hotel. Are you can't see that. Now she haunts the concert hall and the basement. Um, a guest on the tour took the picture above, which, oh, took uh -huh. a picture. Um, and then you can see Lucy in it. I'm sure you can find it on the Travel Channel website. <laughs> They're like, she was actually a spy from the Hilton. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so they so mad her. competition. Yeah. They killed the little girl. Uh huh. Um, there is okay. Well, some of the male ghosts like to get handsy with the women. There are ghosts who reside in this hotel that are not ashamed to touch young women during their stay. Guests have claim to feel the presence of stroking their hair, kissing their cheek, and hands running down the length of their bodies. Ugh. Hey, living people do that, so why wouldn't we expect anything less from... It might be a good idea to wear something a little less revealing if you don't want to attract any ghostly unwanted attention. Wow, so we're victim blaming. Yeah, even in the afterlife. Wow, victim blaming, I see. I see how it is. Just saying. Hate that. Hashtag not all ghosts, am Has I right? Hashtag not asking for it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Lord Dunraven. 
Lord Dunraven. Likes to make his presence known in the Stanley. Lord Dunraven was the original owner of the piece of land that the Stanley Hotel resides on. He never once visited the hotel, so it makes sense that his ghost is there. Um, but it is hard to believe that the Irishman who haunts room 401 could be anybody else. Dunraven doesn't really strike me as a particularly Irish name. I didn't ask. Hello, it's me, Lord Dunraven. Um, Lord <laughs> Dunraven generally gives the feeling of unwelcomeness and steals valuables while they are away for the price of their stay. This was my favorite sitting spot before this uh, monstrosity was built here. Um, in room 407, they have a friendly ghost. Oh, is it Casper? It's an It's the ghost of Devon Sawa, actually himself. I don't know what that is, but... Devon Sawa. He played Casper in the movie Casper. Oh! Am I supposed to just know that? Yeah, he was a teen heartthrob when you were like a baby. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Think about what you just said. Christina Ricci was in the movie. Okay, and? I don't know like seven degrees of gothic separation or whatever i don't fucking know <laughs> um no one has ever seen the ghost that haunts room 407 but it is apparently very friendly and caring based on its actions a little boy once stayed in the room and kept kicking off his covers and every time he did the ghost would tuck him back in and then his three uncle ghosts came and yelled at him <laughs> and then it is actually casper um and in room 413 um, it is not uncommon for a ghost in old-fashioned styles to appear. Um, there have been several guests who report seeing a man sitting in the corner of a room in an old-fashioned suit that doesn't fit in with today's style. It's really just the ghost of a thrift shopper. Ooh, like a hipster. Yeah. He's, I don't know, looking for like craft beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado's a great place for craft beer. Right. And yeah, that's all I've got for you. Wow. I know we ended on a hipster ghost. I, I like that. It uh, was a little out of order, I think. But that's where my brain was at today. That's okay. This is a... Uh, well done. You hey. wrote this today. Yeah. Nice. We're really, really cutting it down to the wire here the past, the past few times, huh? Well... We're going through a season of transition, okay? Yeah, that's true. But you know what? We got everything done. Yeah. Now we just got to close on our house. We're waiting on it. Pretty soon. One day. <laughs> God, excuse me. One day we'll be coming to you from our podcasting room. I know. Instead of just our living room. And it'll be nice. And it will be nice. We'll be set up. We'll have our own desks. Have like little microphone arms. <laughs> right here. So we don't have to. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they wanted to find our podcast, where could they do so? Well, I'm not going to say. You'll have to listen to other episodes and find out. <laughs> Just kidding. You can go to www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. Uh, you can go to our link tree at linktr.ee slash OOPP. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, as always, you can go to darrencurtismusic.com, show him some love. Uh, and that's, that's that. So if you don't have anything else. 
I don't think I could have anything else if I tried. Thanks for listening. As always, we, we are, are the, the Boneses, Boneses and, and we are out. out.